Made on Zencaster. I feel like if you go and you believe that there's a tiny possibility that it could improve your luck, it's kind of like placebo. And it makes me think of this quote that luck is believing you're lucky. And this year, if you believe you're lucky because you prayed, then you'll notice and appreciate little things and your perspective about it will just be more positive in general. Welcome back to Dental Penguins Pod. Uh, we're your hosts, Eric. And I'm Michael. Episode 8. So maybe one or two of you might have noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 7 was not published. Uh, Happy New Year's, everyone. Yeah, we, we talked about some stuff that maybe needed some clarification. We ended up having a great chat off the record about it. But for now, we want to keep it in the archive vault. Maybe one of these days we'll publish a, a clip from it or something. But, you know, we're still figuring out our ways to go. So, and these things, uh, they happen sometimes. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what, do you, what you got to say about that, Michael? <laughs> I think you put it really, really well. <laughs> I awesome. like it. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, uh, start us off, man. What you got for us? Well, I just have a little story since it's the new year. And this year is the year of the rabbit. So even though the Lunar New Year isn't here yet, so I think technically it's not the year of the rabbit yet. My mom wanted to take me to the temple because she thinks I had some bad luck the last few years. (laughs) You know, with the car accident, that wasn't my fault. You know, having appendicitis and then having a lot of neck pain from work. So unfortunately this year, even though it's the rabbit year, they always have like zodiacs that are lucky and unlucky during that year. So unfortunately, roosters, so you and I both (laughs) are also very unlucky this year and horses too so both my sisters i didn't i I didn't know that (laughs) really yeah yeah so when i first stepped out of the car i kind of smelled the incense smell and i I joked to my mom i was like i smell smoke i was like are are them are the monks smoking and then my mom kind of like smacked me in the head and she was like i can't joke like that here um where 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 was this where's that (laughs) it's it's in san jose it's near little saigon yeah Mm. there's like a chinese temple there i've never been there before actually but my mom says she's been there a couple times to pray for my little sister when she was having some problems Yeah. So so the monk told me that this year roosters need to be wary of petty people because there might be people who want to hurt us. So we shouldn't be too trusting. <laughs> the the first thing I thought to my head, I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna get a hate crime in Boston, you know, <laughs> this year. <laughs> And then another rooster fortune, which I looked up after because I was kind of interested in how this stuff works. And they said roosters will struggle this year to make progress in our careers and will be angered by the obstacles we face in the field of work. And then for horses, for my sister, they need to be careful of car crashes. Wow, that's (laughs) specific. Yeah. Well, there was like some cryptic Chinese words that wasn't so specific. And then I asked the monk, I was like, what does this mean? And she was like, oh, you just got to be careful of car crashes. And then uh, for a rooster, she was like, oh, you got to be careful of people. They will want to hurt you. And then I kind of look more into it and stuff like that. Interesting. So I'm guessing like in the 1800s, they were like, be careful of horse chariots. <laughs> <laughs> like they yeah. had to reinterpret the words. I mean, I had the same thought because I was wondering, I was like, how do they generate these fortunes? You know, and I kind of started imagining like these monks these days using computers, right? <laughs> and like AI to print out horoscopes. <laughs> <and> Chat GPT. <laughs> I know, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but my mom paid the temple to keep a protective light so they they light like a i think they used to light like some kind of candle light but now it's led light and they write your name on it and they will just keep it at the temple for the whole year and it's supposed to keep you safe 
But my thought from that was, I thought it was a nice thing, even if you don't really believe in it. And I don't think I really do either. But <laughs> I feel like if you go and pray and you believe that there's a tiny possibility that it could improve your luck, it's kind of like placebo. And it makes me think of this quote that luck is believing you're lucky. And it makes me think that it's a perspective. This year, if you believe you're lucky because you prayed, then you'll notice and appreciate little things and your perspective about it will just be more positive in general. I think it goes the other way too. So if you always think you're unlucky or like, why does this always happen to me? Then, you know, you are unlucky because you think that way. Right? right. Well, first question. So yeah, he, he told you about some of the things you should be wary of. Or like, did he tell you anything like good fortunes to expect? Or no, no, because no, no, because apparently every year there are certain zodiacs that have committed grave sins in these years. So these years, people who have committed sins are horses, roosters, and the year itself, the rabbit year, is not a good year for the rabbit either. And then there are good fortune uh, zodiacs that will have great luck this year. But it's not for us. <laughs> gotcha. Are they as specific about great looks as they are specific about your bad fortune? As in like, oh, you're going to get into this college this year. <laughs> you know? uh, you're going to get that promotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, doc, I'm self-employed. <laughs> well, at the temple, it wasn't specific like that. But when I looked it up online, that there was stuff about good luck, but not at the temple. Gotcha. But maybe um, that's a marketing strategy, huh? Like they get you to think that like you're going to be unlucky. Yeah, I mean, going back to what you said, I think the reason why like if you think you have bad luck is like, you know, what's that what's that thing called, you know, how when you like think about buying a red card and all you see are red cards? It's like the selection bias. Is that what it is? I'm not um, sure. <laughs> I guess you're more likely to just notice the bad mm. things happening to you and not yeah. like the good good stuff. Yeah. I guess that's why. Yeah. Like I mean, you're looking I, out I, for it. Yeah. It makes me think of the meme that I, I think I told you guys, like, every year you get those tweets, like, 2022 is going to be my year. <laughs> and then you don't really hear a lot of those <laughs> this year because uh, everyone got pretty hurt mm. starting 2020. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I wonder if that's going to actually have a positive impact because people will be more uh, just, you know, not as, like, lofty-minded and, uh, you know, learn to temper down their expectations, which I think is a big part of being happy. Yeah, yeah. I also had this uh, random thought <laughs> about how the real estate isn't owned by the monks who live there, right? It, it, I think it's owned by some kind of organization. And I was just imagining if a monk wanted to work and live at this temple, do they have to do like a job interview? If they do, like what kind of characteristics is the organization looking for? Yeah, but it is the it is the religious organization though, right? I don't actually know, but I, that's what I imagine it is. Gotcha. Well, um, I can say a little bit about this because, you know, right. when I lived at the temple in San Francisco, that's how they did it. For religion slash organization, they bought the property. Mm. And um, uh, how do they select it? I'm not too certain about that, but yeah, it's not like they don't. She didn't pay rent. I'll tell you that. Like, yeah, I'm sure she, they yeah, don't. She got, yeah. she got selected, and then. Yeah, I'm just curious, like, how do you stand out among the other monks? <laughs> oh, do you think it's like a competitive <laughs> job? It's like you. So you want to live in San Jose? Yeah, like who has the dopest sutra verses? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. No, uh, yeah. I'm just kidding. I guess <laughs> You mean you mean like like you know versus like if I have a temple in like you know Wyoming, yeah, yeah. nobody wants to be there. <laughs> okay. Or like if it's based on like he's done so many charitable things, how do you pick someone to? What be about? There? Uh, I mean, I, it, it's got to be practical to some aspect, right? So the the minister, she like she could speak some English. I'm mm. sure that like was a big part. If you wanted to be a minister in San Francisco and you couldn't speak any English, I think that's a problem. Mm. With that makes more sense as a minister because like I think they do have part of the duty is to kind of 
spread the philosophy and stuff. But uh, I guess monks are like very reserved, right? They just kind of denounce everything. Like they're mm-hmm. not like promoting or like encouraging people to come necessarily. They're just like if if you're here, you're here, right? That's like the more attitude, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like the Christian mission. Okay, well, be careful. <laughs> for both of us i guess yeah uh, maybe maybe we uh skirted by that one of one of those incidents that could have hurt us by uh vaulting that episode <laughs> i don't i don't ever want to see us on a on a tiktok clip <laughs> all right so next topic that i was hoping we could talk about is i've been watching the singles inferno season two and i like it a lot and we have a little group chat with my girlfriend and my dental school clinic partner. And we were just always discussing each episode when it comes out. So I wanted to talk about it with you too. See how you feel. Yeah. So for a little context, I, I did not watch season one. Did you? I did, but I was very bored. I skimmed through a lot of episodes. But this season, I actually thought the characters were a little more sophisticated and interesting. So I liked oh, the season good more. good to know. Good to know. Well, I tried watching season one and like I, I literally couldn't get past like 10 minutes. This is something kind of, I think it's almost kind of special to me. Mm-hmm. I just really can't watch people potentially embarrass themselves. I find it really hard to watch. Yeah. For some certain things. So like things like America's Got Talent videos where they have a compilation of people like, you know, messing up and stuff. Mm. Like I really, like I literally can't watch it it crumples like my body i don't even think it's i'm such an empath or anything. I, I think it's just like i literally like feel so like i don't know like, i i can't stand it to watch it so mm-hmm. when i try to watch it on my own i, I, I literally could not but mm-hmm. my mom got into season two i just wanted to watch something and spend time with her so i, I put an episode and she got hooked immediately she wanted to be <laughs> watching um but even then i'll tell you like some of the stories like my mom had to fill me in because like i just like i got up from my couch and i just like put on my earphones and i like i started like dancing or just walking around and, like, yeah <laughs> it was very distracting for my mom like, <laughs> just sit down and watch um, but but i don't know like i i can like, watch like america's funniest home videos you know where yeah. people trip and stuff <laughs> well i wonder if you feel that way because it's like when you watch uh people trip over stuff you know it's usually like something happened to them but it's in their own privacy right even though they're releasing it right Versus when you're mm. watching a variety show, they're openly putting it out there to for everyone to see whether it's kind of contrived or like you know set up or whatever. Yeah, yeah, interesting, yeah. interesting dissection. Uh, yeah, that's um, <laughs> yeah, I like that insight. Yeah, yeah, they don't they don't notice that they're being recorded. Yeah, but you should you should see me though. You should like I wish you could see me. Like I I literally can't stand it. I just get like start to get super fidgety. Yeah, yeah. like I started like looking at walls and stuff. Um. Anyway, yeah. So. Um, enough about that yeah what you um what you like about it well i mean uh, i i I would like you to give more contrast to season one as you talk about it because i want to see like how they improve the um programming that's going to be kind of hard for me because i barely watched season one and also because it wasn't so interesting it didn't have a really lasting impact on me so i don't (laughs) really actually remember what happened i just remember a few characters but this season i think it's maybe more relatable to me because you know i have someone that i'm like rooting for right so I, I told you this already and so in our little group chat too we're all rooting for nadine part of it is because she's asian american so you kind of feel like you understand how she feels like the struggles she's had being an asian american um, and then she's also kind of like in that same career path if you will like in the pre-healthcare uh and you know she, 
that's kind of who we're we're all like the, the three of us are are rooting for. So we were we were pretty upset when she didn't get to be with the military guy. You know when I yeah when I like found out like her mm-hmm. vocation and like what she did and how old she was and stuff. What it did make me think was like why is she here? Yeah, <laughs> right. Sure. And uh, I mean I think uh, I think it's pretty obvious at this point that a big attraction of this programming is the clout that you get after the show. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I know, like, even people who didn't watch the show, they know Songjie because uh, she made, uh, she finessed the the controversy and the show appearance to just have a, a YouTube channel that just exploded. And uh, yeah, I was like, I was like, I could definitely see, like, so like the Dongu, like the plastic surgeon guy. Yeah. I was like, oh, dude, this is great. Like, he can use this to like promote his like future practice or his his current practice, right? Yeah. And like, and, and uh, like, um, there's the the girl Sugi. Okay, so music, right? If you have a garner like an audience who will like listen to your music, that's great. But like when I look, like found out what uh, Nadine does, I was like, you don't like you don't need all any of this. <laughs> you can, you can yeah. just do your thing, and like I'm yeah. sure you'll be successful. So I I was most curious about like why she joined the show because it was fairly odd. Like it made sense to me like why other people did. Mm. Like acting, anything in the arts, right? If you have a hardcore following, it can only help you. Um, okay. Well, so you have a girl favorite. Who's the, <laughs> who's the guy favorite? Well, I initially liked the doctor because I do feel like he has that energy, like MC, main character energy, you know? But I don't like how he was so pushy. I think like that was a little bit off-putting. Oh really? Interesting. Yeah, yeah let's let's talk about this. Sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, it made sense to me because his age. He's thirty-two. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's perfectly reasonable to ask to ask questions about your partner. Now, I did think that he should have been more aware that she's yeah. twenty-five. Yeah. <laughs> she's not thinking about this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she, you know, she wants to go to EDM parties. So I think it was the wrong age to do that. And uh, also, I think it's kind of like the selection bias because we're we're hearing that commentary from the the hosts. But to me, it's like, no, that's perfectly reasonable. It's just you should have done that to a 30-year-old woman. I'm sure they would have been a lot more receptive about, like, answering questions about, like, future. Uh, like, yeah, I wouldn't, I would not do that to, like, a 24-year-old. Well, I think I meant pushing in the sense, like, you know how he kind of initially was asking these questions? And I felt like she kind of gave him some, like, cues and signs in her, like, body language and what she was saying. Maybe the subtitles aren't, like, so exact. I feel like if I was him, right, then I would change my strategy. Like, I would kind of stop doing that and maybe just talk about things that are, like, more fun and happening around the moment. But he's, like, yeah, really set on, like, trying to woo her, you know? I just thought that I didn't like that part quite as much. I still, I like him. He has that energy, you know, that main character energy. But my clinic partner was pointing out that Hanbin, the chef, isn't so popular. And he sent us a picture of all of them lined up. And he was just like the shortest guy there. And <laughs> that's why my clinic partner thinks why he's not popular. But I don't really know. I don't, uh, I don't know. I agree. I you agree? agree? Yes. Hmm. I mean, if that's true, I think that's kind of sad, you know. But Yeah, yeah. well, it certainly doesn't seem to be getting a lot of uh, <laughs> sympathy for that. Uh, but I, I agree. Yeah. It, he definitely stands out. Which it's just like, if he were it's just in a regular street in Korea, he would not. It's just man, the the contestants are pretty stacked. Mm. I mean, people know this by now, but like, just like every day to day Koreans, they do not look like they. Mm. They they obviously have selected. I mean, part of it's like I was like when I found out Dongu was a plastic surgeon. Yeah, 
I, I really want to know their previous experiences with dating. Because I think in the Korean society, a person like Dongwu would be top 1% of the men. Hmm. So maybe that's uh, why I didn't get the... I, I, I thought maybe that's why I didn't take the hint very well. Because he's just like he's used to getting what he what he wants. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say it like that, but I'm sure like he doesn't have to try very hard to find potential suitors. Mm. That's like a, that's a pretty coveted position to be in. I, you know, in fact, like when I heard that, I thought I thought they were just like completely BSing this. I thought he, <laughs> like he was a really surgeon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, there's 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 people like this, huh? Well, I think this is actually, I mean, you might not find this that interesting, but I thought it was pretty interesting because, you know, the girl on the panel, the really tall girl. Um, are we talking about the same show? Yeah, 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 like the panel, the people who are watching this show, like the reviewers, Oh, the commentaries. The older one? No, the, yo- the younger one. The oh, she's tall? I, I didn't know that. Uh, I think she's, I don't know, she looks tall. The but younger I, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I watched her drama, right? So she had a drama released this year. And the whole story was that she was a producer on a reality show just like this, like a, a dating show. And one of the main characters, the guy, was also a plastic surgeon. Like that's the character in the play. And I wonder if it has anything to do with that. You know, like they were just trying to put like a fun Easter egg or something, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe not. Or they just like, you know, yeah. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm sure she wanted to incorporate things she experienced. So, um, dude, I wanted to give a shout out to. Okay, do you know this channel called DKDK TV? No, what is that? No, okay. So it's a, it's a YouTube channel, but there are two Koreans based in Korea, but they speak English fluently. They speak Korean fluently, and they write commentary videos on like just K culture, not just K pop, but like K news. I would say more relevant because mm-hmm. they they'll talk about like bts and you know blackpink and stuff like that but they'll also talk about like korean presidential elections political scandals industry industry like scoops and stuff like that and they recently produced a dating show called a uh, ramen and chill and basically five i think it's a five to six korean dudes at different proficiency of english and then all the women are uh, foreign so like it can be white black asian whatever and mm-hmm. I can tell that they uh, copied off the model of the singles Inferno. So the like, one thing they'll do is like they start the show, right? And the, but like episode two or three, like some other contestant pops in, and then like you know opportunity to like you know have a date with certain people and things like that. But yeah, man, the the budget difference definitely shows, man. The uh... <laughs> let's let me just put it that way. I'm not gonna go into that. The budget okay. difference shows. Yeah. If you if you're liking this, check check that out. I I think it's pretty cool because like part of their goal was to promote diversity mm. in dating because you know Korean people can be quite homogenous in their dating preferences or at least their stereotype to be. So part of their mission was to kind of break that notion with uh, diversity of the uh, female contestants. Yeah, I mean that's pretty interesting because my chat group was talking about this too, right? Because we were kind of curious why the two girls keep getting picked, like Solgi and the Miss Korea. And uh, we watched some videos online too, and they're saying that like, well, they are like the Korean standard for beauty and what people like. I guess that kind of plays into what you were talking about too. And then we were disappointed why like Nadine wasn't getting picked. But I kind of feel like maybe it's the standard of beauty, but also maybe because they know she's from the state. So there's no real point in pursuing it because likely it's not going to work out afterwards. Like they don't really want to invest in that kind of relationship. Yeah. Yeah. My my, my favorite, uh, like just looks wise is Silgi too. I didn't, I didn't know that was the Korean standard. <laughs> but you know, like when Nadine started though, like wasn't she like the one who's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm very cold. 
<laughs> or something. I remember that was like, right? Was she the one that was like, oh, I'm very cold. I'm oh, like when I talk, when, when she talks to me. Like in the, in the very first interview. Yeah, like she says, yeah. like when she talks yeah. in English, she sounds cold. No, I, I thought that was kind of weird. I was like, oh, I don't think people would like that. <laughs> but I'm, I'm like, it's like, you're self-aware uh, that's great well i don't think she was proud of it i think you know she noticed that she can be seen this way yeah. but you know so uh sorry so go ahead oh no no i think that's what i was talking about because with this the standard too with the i think the two people who kept getting picked because the other girl sejong like i think she's an attractive person but then yeah. i think in america she'll be popping yeah i think it's that's a korean thing i think in america she'll be popping yeah yeah, but like, you know, you know what I realized? Like uh, when I watched it, the first thing I saw was the rating was PG. And I was like, oh, <laughs> this kind of show. I mean, don't you think it's so ridiculous coming from like Asian Americans perspective, I guess. But like, just so you go to a hotel room, you sleep in separate beds on a dating show. And meanwhile, I know there's a show, other show on Netflix called like Too Hot to Handle, where, well, they will show the shit, <laughs> right? Yeah. It, just, it was just laughable to me. I was like, yo, like. <laughs> they're adults you know this right i mean it's still popular enough right people still like watching yeah, it I, I think that's I the appeal point. of it you know it's like in k-dramas it's like it's like the hand holding that's why the hand holding means so much mm. or the or the kiss means so much right so it's 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 moments like this where i have to like just like get up from my chair it's like oh come on bro and i just kind of like start arguing with myself you know who i wasn't feeling i can guess <laughs> oh, okay okay um Let's see. Guy, guy, guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If I get it wrong the first time, give me a clue, okay? It's the guy, the, it's the soccer player guy. Soccer player? There's yeah, a soccer the soccer player. player. The one with the tattoo in, in his chest, like right underneath the rib. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I didn't know he was a soccer player. Okay. Yeah, he's, the, he's yeah, one of yeah, the younger it's ones. Him. It's him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got it right, right? Dude, he's too much of a simp. Yeah, you got Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you got exactly. I, I, knew, I knew you say that. I knew you say that. My mom said he looks like he's really picky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can I can see that. I would say the exact opposite is like Dongwu. I think that's why you like him. He looks like he can like it, you can just put him in whatever situation. He'll just be like, oh, I'll deal with it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll deal with it. You know what moment got me too is like when uh, they were introducing Hanbin and he was like. I'm the I'm the positive guy. I'm the positive energy guy. <laughs> and you know, he put his arms up in the air. Like that's uh, right then and then I knew like, oh dude, you're you're gonna get some reality check. <laughs> and like as the episodes, you know, episode two, three, and four came out, he came from like looking up in the sky to like kind of like <laughs> curled up. <laughs> um yeah. remember that that old man in Squid Game? There's a meme where he looks like he's all curled up. <laughs> Bro, you, you jinxed yourself in that interview, man. Shouldn't have said that. <laughs> but yeah, poor guy. Um, he seems like a mom, nice guy, though. My mom really liked him. I, I really liked him too. You know, what? it's like if you're gonna have an attitude, might as well, might as well have that attitude. I think mm. in the context of the show, they're gonna engineer certain things to be that way. Yeah. But I think in real life, just everyday, actual real life, Hamin would do really well. I would find that person very approachable. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. to me, I think that's a really big thing. When I talk to girls, it's like, it's just if they like, you know, they're just kind of like goofy and, you know, smiling. Like, it's just easy to approach. I thought that scene was pretty funny that, you know, when the military guy first showed up and they were like fighting for flags. And then, oh, uh, wait, wait, I know, I know the exact, which, was it the part where he caught the flag and they just kind of threw it out? Yeah, yeah. That, that was so funny. And yeah. all the girls was like, whoa, oh my God. But I was like, yeah. oh my God, that looks kind of dumb. You know, they're just like, first crawling. of all, why is no one pointing out? Out the 
those the other two contestants are so tired because they already went through it. Uh, yeah, and yeah, this yeah. guy comes in all fresh and he acts <laughs> like he just like, you know, manhandled these guys. Like, well, you didn't go through the two rounds. Yeah, so yeah. how are you going to be like? <laughs> Maybe they did. Maybe it got cut out, you know. And and how he threw that flag. I was just, <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, my mom liked him until uh, he took off his shirt. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was no, no, that was no bueno. He does have charm, though. I think he has. I think him and Dongu have the the MC energy. Yeah, I like this job too, content creator. <laughs> Dude, that's where it's at. That's. I mean, is that what we're trying to do? Yeah. Uh, sure, sure. I did find the the latest one to like a competition among the guys. I thought that was that actually like made me really nervous. Like you know though, where we had to, they had to like throw guys out of the pool. The mud. Yeah, I was like, whoa, this is like yeah, yeah, yeah. super intense. Yeah, I don't know how they like how a fight didn't break out. I was like, dude, like, I could like I could use my nails. The other big thing I want to talk about was like, let's talk about how much of this is engineered, especially for like someone like someone like Silgi. The things that she says or does is so contradictory that I have to think that she was coached. And I know this happens in reality TV. I know for sure this happened. Like in American reality TV, like they will go as far as add in like stuff that you didn't even say. And how they do it is they cut to a B roll. And then they like engineer your audio because you already said all the words mm. and uh, they kind of coach people to be like, oh no, you're supposed to be like the more like controversial, inflammatory one. Mm. So I, w- I do wonder like how much of it thing happened because like, yeah. wasn't there any, like, did you have any contestants where it's just like, well, the thing you said and things you end up doing, it's, it's so inconsistent episode to episode. I don't think I paid that much attention to it, but well, which part of, of what Sogi's done do you think is like contradicting uh i mean i have to think about it but uh yeah. one thing that i can think about on top of my head so like i remember she said in the beginning where like oh when, when i like someone like i make it very obvious and i try very hard to let my feelings known the way that she interacted with the two guys after that's not how it came across at all like she mm. seemed very kind of like timid she in general she kind of seems like kind of not dim as in dumb, but it's just like, and like she has these moments where she just kind of looks elsewhere. You know what I mean? Like she just like kind of looks like into like, I, I don't know where she's looking. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she's definitely not, I would consider like direct. I, the other ones I have to think, I'm, I'm riffing off here. But yeah, yeah, yeah. just, I, I, I felt these moments of inconsistencies. Yeah. I didn't notice the looking off thing, but I'm sure it's there. And this, I don't know. That's probably like how they edit things too. I do think that what she said about how she's the type to go for it, you know, it's probably like what you say, like that's the version I want to be, you know, <laughs> but then you don't have the guts to actually like be out there and putting yourself out there like that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice that when I especially noticed in the later episodes that like, like it's too much to even say like, oh, I like you or I find you attractive. You know what they say instead? No, I'm I'm curious about you. Ah. I'm curious. Did you know what I said? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, so yeah. In Korean, it says it's a hokishim mano, but I don't know how they translate it in English. I watched it in Spanish. But <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> what? But how did I translate it? Did they say like I'm curious about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I just find that so funny. That is funny. Hey, yeah. Dude, next time I I I, I initiate, a con- I'm gonna be like I'm curious about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my last one was the one person for the guy I didn't like. You, you kind of guess, and then for the girl I didn't. Like, like was the Zoe? Is it because she kept asking the same guy over and over, even though he said like I don't fuck with you? No, I just no. think I kind of feel like it's kind of acting or like kind of fake. I thought it was interesting because when I told this to Zoe to my clinic partner, <laughs> uh, he thought that she was really cute. He was like, "Oh, I really like the cute type of girls." But I was like, the woman that turned me off was when that guy went out to dump out some water. 
like when he was cooking. This was like in the beginning of the episode. Yeah. And she walked out and she just looked at him because she said she was worried about him. And in my head, I'm like, yo, it's like if you're so worried about him, you will walk outside and help him dump the water. The type of girls that I like is like my girlfriend is like when I'm having trouble, she's going to come help me. She's not going to stand there and pretend to worry about me. You know, and like, well, I'm sure really she was big. worried. She's just not enough to yeah. do something about it. Yeah. Did they did the host call her out on that, or was it just you? No, it was, everyone was all like, "Oh, she's so sweet," you know. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. "All right." I mean, we have two more episodes, so you know, I'm sure a lot of things will happen. If you want to add oh. it to the next yeah, one, yeah. we can. Yeah. Well, that's all we have for you today. Happy 2023. Check us out at Dental Pengus for more context and more clips and on other platforms. Till then, see you next time. Peace.